Hey friends, I'm Caitlin. And I'm Shelby. We're two best friends living life together in Northeast Arkansas. Join us for fun conversations, coffee breaks, and random memories. It's gonna be huge. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Handle. What is it? What is it then? I'm about to pick it up. Ready? Imagine lying. Oh, it's not it's a candle. Not a candle. <laughs> <laughs> we thought Bryce put his phone on a candle, and but I, it I, I turns was out wrong. it wasn't a candle. Was it's just a cup. It's a decaf cup. Cup. <gasps> hey, I'm out of breath from eating that Oreo too fast. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think I need to take a second break. <laughs> <laughs> Your teeth are black. <laughs> Caitlin. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> or mine? Probably. The back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm, taste it. Mm. Man. Oreos are so good. I need to stop. I like you can't just eat one. I'm Oreo. out of breath from eating that one too fashion. Hello. Hello. And welcome to Freshly Brewed. It's been a couple weeks. Because mm. I had midterms last mm -hmm. week. Power midterms. I got my butt handed to me on a silver platter by midterms. Oh, so that's gosh. what happened. But you still have A's in all of your classes, so. Well, they haven't been graded yet. Oh. So. Currently. Listen. You still Currently, have A's yes. in all of your classes. Yeah. Um. I feel like not a whole lot is. No. Just happened since the last podcast. I designed a whole bridge since the last time we recorded. A whole bridge? The whole thing. Shelby built a bridge. Will it stand up? Probably not. How are you gonna, like... You actually have to build the bridge to see if it works. No, it's like, so it's for a competition that ASU hosts. Um, basically, we have 50 pages of rules we have to follow. What? Um, like a bunch of constraints, like it can only be this tall. It can't have mm -hmm. this type of connection. Mm -hmm. um, all of the pieces, like all of the members can't be any longer than this or any wider than this and mm -hmm. like stuff like that. There's pages on pages of that. Mm -hmm. um, so we had to design it following all of those, basically just drawings of it. Mm. And we're presenting our designs tomorrow. And we're basically going to just develop on our designs that we already have. And mm. then at the end of the semester, we're going to like get the best design. Mm -hmm. And then that's going to be the one that we're going to build for the competition. Oh, so this is like round one. Mm-hmm. Okay. But how, so like for your competition, how do they know what, if if the bridge will stay up or not? That's a long oh, okay. engineering answer. Oh, okay. So I wouldn't understand it. I, I mean, I'm not saying that. <laughs> Shelby's just saying that I'm dumb. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm just saying like, it's going to get into like deflection and momentum. Oh, and they're going to fake drive. And I meant, I meant more of. Are they going to put it into a computer to see if it works, or are they going to yes. build it to see if so, it works? So, there's a, there's a software called STAD, mm. and you can build the bridge in STAD and yeah. basically, like, figure out if you put this much loading on it, will it stand oh, up? Oh, okay. Um, so, we are each going to do that with our designs, Yeah. but as far as, like, building, building it, yeah. like, we're only going to do that once. Uh, okay. That makes so. sense. I was like, are they going to build, like, ten bridges no. and see if no. they work? I, I <laughs> so, I didn't even tell you about this. Mm. I was on my way to a retreat this weekend, and I was in the car with some of my friends, and I'm not going to say who it was, because they don't, they don't want me to say this, but I was in the car with some of my friends, and one of them, she was on the phone with her mom, mm -hmm. and um, 
her mom, like, she was telling her mom that I was working on a bridge, and I was, like, I was, like, fake crying about the bridge, uh-huh. and her mom goes, oh, well, like, how's it going? And I was, like, well, it's kind of hard right now, because I'm having to build a bridge, and I'm so used to burning bridges. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and her mom just went, okay. No, and, like, no. didn't say anything else. <laughs> I was, like, oh, man. And then, and then somebody else in the car started dying laughing, and I was, like, okay, at least it was worth it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Man, <laughs> you gotta build a bridge. I'm used to burning bridges. <laughs> you used to burn. <laughs> I was gonna make another joke, but then I forgot. What I was, was like, say. is that okay to say? Probably not. <laughs> I just keep saying that Shelby creates new meaning to build a bridge and get over it. Because mm. she is. Am actually I no- I'm not over it yet, though. You're not over it. Yeah, I'm You'll still be over it by the end of the semester. Yeah. Yeah. But. Our coffee today. Our coffee today is. We haven't even had shads for this yet. No. That's crazy. Wow. We have Shadrax. Shaddy Daddy. Me, Me Shaddy. Shaddy. And Bendigo. <laughs> go. You know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> I. <laughs> Lauren, I Lauren Dimelade, you know who you are. <laughs> I sing that every time. Or I call Shadrax Shads. I don't call it Shads. I call it Shads. I call it. Um, I called it something else one time. I can't remember what it was. I feel like I just make up different nicknames. Shaddies. Shaddies. Yeah. But Ooh. we both have a sugar free cinnamon dolce latte. Mine's with oat milk. And Caitlin Rallies has oat milk in because it. I because I am. She is a gluten free, um, dairy free hipster girl. I am because so. my tummy forces me to. <laughs> is it happy? I'm pretty sure every hipster that plays the guitar also is gluten free. <laughs> Has IBS. <laughs> Ask Cody if he does. I text him right now. Cody, do you have IBS? It's my boss. Hence, I do not have IBS. <laughs> hey, my I dad was, has I IBS. Was, I was told by one of my friends, though, that I give the vibe of a girl that sits in a coffee shop and wears beanies and plays the guitar, and I took it as a major compliment. Yeah. Which, That's all of those things are true. Yes. You do I all just, those things. I just play the bass instead of the guitar. Yeah. So... Am I am I the kind of person yes. that is like that? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's how I try to be. <laughs> kind of? Maybe? Caitlin, don't let yourself be held back by such stereotypes. You're right. Except uh, I really do play the guitar and lead worship and... Um, wear beanies. And wear beanies and, and have bite obvious. <laughs> and and, and yes. drink oat milk. <laughs> and, listening, and listen to underground bands that no one's ever heard of. <laughs> have you seen that You've girl? never heard of them. Have you seen that girl on TikTok that's always like Jezzy Beth? Yes, I can't stand it. I love it. It's okay. so annoying. Well, like her in real life is like actually a cool human being. And she has this one, she has like Jesse Beth and then she has like this worship leader persona that she does. Yeah, I've seen that. And somebody sent it to me one time and they, they were like, this reminded me of you. And I yeah. was like, no. <laughs> it was a girl wearing all black. And she was like. Um, was she I, wearing black jeans with yeah. those Adidas shoes and a black sweater? Yes. And she That's was, what you wear every day. She was like um at a coffee shop and she goes can i get an americano no milk uh, just hot black tastes like dirt and i was like i feel called out by life right now <laughs> see i'm like the i'm like the diet version of that yeah because i'm like not black green mm-hmm. and lavender oat yeah mm. yeah 
Because, like, my go-to is black coffee. Like, weirdo. Americano, black coffee by itself. Like, mm-hmm. that's just, like, my What we're default. drinking right now is my go-to. See, what we're drinking right now is, like, my my special, like, happy time coffee. Like, if I want something like um, It should always be happy time. <laughs> You're right. Well, I guess we need to get into this. Yeah. The last one, our our heavier, I'm surprised. This like I'm not mad about it, but our heavier pro, like episodes, yeah, our like deeper episodes, yeah, have been longer. Like, well, more popular, like people have liked them. Yeah. So welcome to Deep Times with Caitlin and Shelby. That's that what is, she said. That is what she said. <laughs> <laughs> deep Times. Don't say that again. <laughs> Be Paramore. Hard times. <laughs> well, what we're gonna do is Bryce. I really hope y'all can hear Bryce blowing his Bryce nose right now. Blowing his nose I really hope I really hope that shows up and he better not cut it out because that's so funny. He can't. No, he won't. We won't. Allow okay, it. cool. Um <laughs> Hey, so. we heard you blowing your nose. <laughs> he blows his nose like a trumpet. <laughs> trumpet every time call, call me dumbo because i'm all ears <laughs> oh my gosh ted lasso we finished ted lasso last night <sighs> i'm really sad oh my gosh if you mm, actually i can't say anything else because i'm angry and Man. i can't say anything about it because it'll give away stuff also i'm forcing shelby to talk or to talk <laughs> you don't have to force me <laughs> actually i never talk ever i'm forcing shelby she's a good to help watch. in my head the entire time during this podcast <laughs> i am right now um, we're forcing Shelby to start Squid Game with us tonight. I always forget what it's called. Squid Game. Uh, I started it and ended it in three days. That's really sad. That's what I'm, that's, I'm telling you, it's that good. Well, I have a test Thursday, so I'm not going to be able We're not going to do that. We're, we're going to pace ourselves. Yeah. But, man, Let's you're going to be obsessed with it. I'm scared. It's so good. Okay, we still haven't told them what we're doing. It's been ten minutes. <laughs> Um, so tangented a little bit. What we're gonna do is we're gonna share our testimonies yeah. with y'all. Yep. I don't know who's gonna go first. You go first. Oh. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm no. gonna go first. So our testimonies are very different. Very like very different. Yeah. Very, very, very different. different. But Yep. Well, I I think this is a good thing to do yeah. because the Lord works through testimonies for sure. And I feel like your testimony, like, especially in, like, fellowship with other Christians is a big part of, like, your relationship and yeah. just knowing each other's testimony. Mm. I feel like we shared our testimonies with, testimonies with each other pretty pretty soon. Within the first two or three weeks. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's that, like, whenever we went and ate at Panera Bread. Yeah. Yeah. That was when we shared our testimonies I've had, with each other. Well, I mean, your testimony is, like, always changing, too. So, yeah. like, since then, two years ago, like... That's crazy. I've gotten rebaptized and everything, yeah. like... And now we're a part of each other's testimonies. Stop, I'm gonna cry. Oh my gosh. Stop that's it. gonna make me tear up. <laughs> that's Holy really sad. That's mess. really happy. Holy that mess. is so happy. <laughs> and also. Holy mess. That's such an oxymoron. <laughs> I'm a holy mess. We we are holy because we have the Holy Spirit, and we're messes because we're broken humans that need a savior. Man, we don't even have to share our testimonies. We can end the podcast. Right now. <laughs> okay, bye. bye. <laughs> no more. <laughs> All right. So, wow. Ready? Go. Ready? Go. So I. My name is Shelby. Hello, Shelby. 
This is actually AA. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh no. Okay. No, I'm nervous. <laughs> Why are you nervous? It's just me. Is this an AA meeting? <laughs> it's anonymous. It's okay. <laughs> so I did not grow up in a very normal household. Yeah. Household. Household. I like that. Um, my parents got divorced whenever I was really young. I was like four, and it's weird because like I remember them being married. Mm. Um, but a big part of why they got divorced was just like disagreements with religion in general. Because mm. my mom grew up Church of Christ and my dad grew up Baptist, and um, love them both dearly. They're both amazing oh, yeah. humans. Um, they both the changed a people. lot since that happened, which yeah. is great. <laughs> um. But basically, after that happened, um, my mom kind of stopped going to church because Christians suck. Mm. Um, and I'll be the first to say that. They, they do. do. Yeah. They're mean um, people. Christians suck. And that's including me. Yeah. Oh, I've, yeah. I've probably hurt Christians before. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then um, in my, mom, my mom's second divorce, she uh, basically got condemned from the church that we had been going to so she's just had a lot of church hurt and yeah. it's just was hard to be around and I basically just kind of adopted my view of the church off of that and mm. my mom's experience with it and I mean she did get hurt and it was all valid and like I don't blame her one bit for not wanting to go um you just kind of have to figure out a way to understand that christians have a really bad way of representing a very good god yeah um so pretty much until like just growing up i didn't really go to church a lot unless it was with my dad and that was sometimes months apart and whenever i was 13 i um said that i believed in jesus and that i wanted to get baptized and got dunked don't remember it yeah i literally don't remember it like yeah have no recollection of ever asking Jesus into my heart. I think mm. I literally just went up there and just got dunked. Like, I yeah. don't remember. No heart change or anything. Um, I remember, like, being really excited and happy when it happened. Mm. But, like, there was no fruit from that. Like, everything just kind of pretty much stayed the same. Yeah. Um, and I also got baptized on the same day as my three siblings. Like, my two stepbrothers and my little sister. Oh, wow. And it was kind of like... It was one of those things where you're like, oh, everybody's doing this, so right. we're supposed to. Right. And it wasn't even a church I went to normally. It just, yeah. So that happened. And then whenever I was 16, um, my grandpa passed away. And um, my grandpa was a Christian. He was a believer. Mm-hmm. Um, I have... Um, full faith and hope that he is with Jesus right now Mm. um but that was a really hard loss just especially for um my grandma and my mom and me and my little sisters Mm. um because he was pretty much the only like grandparent that I was like really close to like not even really close to like could put up with for a while like he was the only one like I would go fishing with him Mm. um he, he was one of the smartest people I've ever met in my life. He was so smart. Never went to college. Barely graduated high school. That's like, crazy. So, so smart. Um, loved God. And 
um, was my mom's, like, hero. Like, my mom adored yeah. him. And so that loss also kind of made just made her angry, too. And it made me angry. And um, so after he passed away, I... Um, it, it was kind of like a morality, like, shock, I mm, guess. Because I was like, yeah. holy crap, like, this is... Like, I don't know where I'm going to go whenever I die. Right. Um, so, I don't even remember the day. Like, a, a lot of people remember the day they got saved. I don't remember it. Yeah. I, I know that it was within a couple of months after my grandpa passed away. Mm -hmm. And he actually passed away on September 23rd. So, that might be coming up. I don't know the exact date. Yeah. But I do remember one night <clears throat> I was, um, I just couldn't sleep. And um, I got out my King James Version Bible because it was the only one I had at the time. <laughs> wow. And um, I read through Romans 8, randomly flipped to a scripture, and it was Romans 8. And it's your favorite scripture and now. It is still my favorite scripture. Yep. And I read through it and um, basically just prayed to God and told him that I, like, I didn't even know that this was what was saving me. Yeah. Like, I just... I didn't know that that was what saved me. Right. I mean, until somebody told me. Yeah. And I was like, well, I did that. Yeah. But, like, basically I was like, God, I, I'm horrible and I don't know how to make it better. And I know you can make it better. So I want to give my life to you. Like, I just mm -hmm. remember praying, praying that. Yeah. Um, and just saying that I knew that Jesus had died for me so that I could do that. And that mm -hmm. I wanted to do it. Yeah. But, like, I honestly didn't know that, like, that was... Like, I thought, I thought I had to be baptized. Mm -hmm. Like. Yeah. And so, I, that was just the way I grew up. And so, that happened when I was 16. So, I was, I got saved when I was 16. Um, it was weird, though, because, like, I never celebrated with anybody. Yeah. Like, no one knew, mm -hmm. in a way. Were you going to church at that point? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. I was not. Um, which is a crazy thing, how the Lord works. Um, yeah. through other ways which yeah. church is important wasn't making oh, comment on going to church but yeah. it's just cool how he can work through everything um started going to a church plant when i was a junior in high school um that's a whole nother story yeah <laughs> um and then i actually worked at a place called camp Siloam this past summer and um got convicted that um baptism is an act of obedience that comes mm -hmm. after salvation yeah and realized that I hadn't did not have my baptism on the right side of my salvation. Yeah. So I talked to one of the um, home staffers that worked at Camp Siloam and said I needed to get this obedience thing on the right side of my salvation. So mm -hmm. I got baptized in the creek in the 50 degree weather <laughs> um, oh at gosh. Camp Siloam in May. That's I think it was like May 30th or something. 50 degree weather? Yeah, it was really cold. Holy cow. Yeah, it was cold. Yep, I was shivering. I was wearing Crocs. My yep. gosh. But, and then now I have a best friend that pushes me towards Christ every day. <laughs> and her name is Caitlin Ratley. <laughs> and we started a podcast together to try to share the gospel with people. Yeah, for real. Man, I love your testimony. That's me. That is you. That's so good. <laughs> um, so mine is very different. <laughs> um, so I'm a pastor's kid. Um, and I have, my parents say that I started going to church nine months before I was born because my dad, so my dad's a youth pastor and has been a youth pastor, um, 
as long as I've been alive and before that, and my mom is also like very much in ministry. Um, so one. yeah, I grew up in Texas, went to church um, in a suburb of Dallas, um, which is where I grew up, like most of my life I grew up there. Um, <clears throat> I was like always the first person like, we were always the first people to church and last people to leave, like, mm -hmm. all, all of the time. Still, <laughs> still are the first people there and the last ones to leave. Um, and I grew up in a very, everybody kind of knew my business because I was a pastor's kid. And mm -hmm. so there was not a whole lot of, um, <clears throat> there wasn't a whole lot of, like, there's a lot of secrecy, like, within my family in a way. Um, not in a bad way, but just kind of like a protecting the family thing. So, mm -hmm. um, grew up very, like, close to my family. I have two younger sisters and then my parents. Um, and I would say when I was, like, eight, I, um, quote-unquote prayed the prayer and got baptized. Um... I remember talking to my dad and knowing all the right answers, um, <clears throat> knowing the right things to say, but it was kind of like there was no real heart change. Like I was still doing the same things that I was doing. You know, I was really young. Like you said, you were really young. Mm -hmm. I was really young. Um, hey, you were younger than I was. Yeah, I was eight. Mm -hmm. um, and at that point, you know, like, you're so young, there's not really much of a heart change there to begin with. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> but as I got older, it was like, it was more of an obligation. There was no really like joy in my faith. There was nothing that I was really holding on to. I was so busy with church things. It was like, I was doing all the things to like, make people like me so that the Lord would love me more. And that went until college. Like my freshman year of college, like I was doing all the things and um, involved, like I led worship and um, was leading Bible studies and was um, like literally involved in any church related thing that you could be went on mission trips to all the things mm -hmm. um but I had no like joy and no excitement and I just didn't feel like I had like a personal relationship it was just like I wanted to do all the things I was very much like the Martha like mm -hmm. with Mary and Martha they were sisters Martha did all the work did all the cooking and the cleaning and Mary just sat in front of the Lord mm -hmm. and, like, worshipped him. worshipped him and, like, listened to him. And I was the Martha. Mm -hmm. And I was just, like, burnt out and tired and tired of, like, like I'd ride this high of really good things happening. And then something bad would happen or, like, something would, like, I'd lose a friendship or um, I would just, like... Like, something bad would happen. So, like, my freshman year, it was, like, back to back to back to back bad things happening. Mm -hmm. um, my sister got sick, and I had a loss in my family, and I lost... I was in, like, a really toxic friendship, and 
lost that friendship. So I had no friends and, um, it was just like, Oh, a girl that was living with us, stopped living with us, like completely left. Um, so it was just like, I felt very abandoned and like, felt like I was being punished. Like, it was just like, I hit this like all time low and realized that my, what I thought my salvation was coming from was like these works of trying to do enough for God to love me. And because I wanted like the way that I made people love me was to like do things for them mm -hmm. or like have that appearance, have that like perfect put together person. Cause like I represented the Lord and I represented my family. Mm -hmm. And then that turned into like, I looked great on the outside, but I was like so broken on the inside. Um, and that was when I realized that like, I, I put my faith in works Mm -hmm. instead of putting my faith in the Lord and works being like the the outpouring like the fruits of my faith mm -hmm. and so that's when I really truly like put my hope and my faith in the Lord and who he is instead of who I am um and so I really went from like a works-based faith to a faith no longer by works mm -hmm. and that's when the Lord gave me like a joy and a love for who he is um and for his people and um I, is harder than the other to love <laughs> yeah um pretty soon after that the Lord put a tugging on my heart um towards ministry and um that's something that I'm still like trying to figure out because for a while, I thought I wanted to be, like, in full-time ministry, like, working in a church. And then um, the Lord has just kind of been revealing little by little what he wants for me. Um, and so just discerning a call to ministry, especially as a woman, is hard. Mm -hmm. But just in general is hard. Um, and so, yeah, the Lord has been teaching me a lot about... Um, himself and a lot of just like waiting in his presence but a lot of my testimony is just like no longer living in a faith by works and living living out his presence mm -hmm. and being comfortable and confident in the person that he made me to be mm -hmm. rather than like the face the perfect face that I wanted to have in front of people. See, it's so, it's so funny, like, how different ours are, because, like, I'm, I'm reading a book that just kind of breaks down the gospel and how it's spread over the entire Bible. Yeah. And it talks about, like, two different ways of being lost, and mm -hmm. one way is hearing the gospel and completely reject, rejecting it. Yeah. And then one way is thinking that you're saved, but aren't trying to earn your way. Yeah. And I was like... Wow, that's like me and Caitlin. Yeah. Like, there it is. Yeah. And um like it's just weird because I remember being in high school and I knew the gospel in my head. Yeah. But I just remember being like like I don't need that. Like I yeah. I'm I'm a good person. I don't right, need that. Right. Um and like I didn't I didn't try to earn anything. I was just mm -hmm. like, Well, I'm a good person, I don't yeah. need that and just kinda did whatever. Yeah. I like was just like blatantly heard it and yeah. rejected it. Yeah. 
I was like the goody two shoes, like Christian, yeah. all put together, nothing yeah. wrong. I mean, Perfect I was family. the goody two shoes, but yeah. I wasn't like, I don't know, like I I was the goody two shoes definitely in yeah. high school because like I had morals and everything. Like I wasn't living a horrible lifestyle. Oh and yeah, all that. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, would just basically was like. I, why would I need that? Like, why, right. would I, why would I want to be around all these Christians? Right. Like, if right. they are going to treat people like this and treat mm-hmm. my mom like this. Yeah. And I don't want anything to do with that. And yeah. so, and, like, growing up, it just seemed like too much of a hassle. Mm-hmm. I was, like, it to me, it just seemed like, oh, you go to church on Sunday, and then you're a good person, and that's pretty much all you do. Yeah. Well, I don't, like, I don't need that. Yeah. Like, I just kind of completely missed the relationship yeah. part of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just so weird. Like, just the moment you have that realization that yeah. you don't, like, accepting Jesus doesn't mean that you're going to be perfect. Oh, it doesn't yeah, mean no. that, like, everything's going to be easy from here. And, mm-hmm. it, like, Christians are not representing Jesus. No. Like, that's yeah. what we're called to do. We're yeah. supposed to be little Christ. Yeah, we are the little Christ. We will never live up yeah. to that. I would say that we. We super suck. Like, we are super sucky people. Mm -hmm. And I'm so thankful for the grace that Mm -hmm. God has given us to Mm -hmm. be able to come to him in our brokenness and in our suckiness because of Jesus. Yeah. So that we don't have to put it all back together. It just, it breaks my heart that some people think that that God will treat them the same way that... um, christians do yeah because like you your days are numbered yeah and it's like there's gonna come a day whenever we're all judged Mm -hmm. but while you're here while you're alive yeah god's grace doesn't run out right like it it is not until you are standing before him yeah that the grace runs out i was literally like i'm yeah reading a book uh with a girl that i disciple and we were talking about like the infinite nature of God and how like we can never have that and that was something that she talked about like that his grace is infinite Mm -hmm. like our sins are finite like Mm -hmm. they separate us from him but like when we die there will be a number of sins that we've had they they are finite Mm -hmm. they have a number but your number of sins has nothing to do with whether or not you're saved right and like yeah but his grace covers all of that and more like his uh, his grace abounds more mm-hmm. than than our sin because he is yeah like he has no time mm-hmm. which is wild and bring, being like culturally people think that being a christian is putting on this this facade on sundays and wednesdays and like, you put on this facade for two hours, and yeah. then you go and you act like you're perfect and everything's mm-hmm. great, and then you go home, and you're just as hurt, and you're just as broken as you were before. Yeah. I would literally... And that's the way I thought church was. I did, too, for the longest time. And, like, I grew up in church, and I yeah. would go to church, like, depressed and anxious and, like, would, like, I was, like, the lowest point, and I would put it all together like, look totally put together, totally mm-hmm. good, and then I'd go home and cry yeah. because I was so broken. But God wants you to come to him broken. Yeah. Like, he wants all of that. Yeah. And I just, I, there, I have so many people that I know that are lost, and 
I know that I can't, I'm not the one that saves them. Thank mm-hmm. God. That'd be bad. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, but I can't, I can't make them understand in their heart either. Right. And so like, I, it's just really hard to explain to people. It's impossible to explain to people that like you're, you know, you're not earning anything. Like mm-hmm. whenever you are giving your life to Jesus, you haven't earned anything. You're just no. accepting the gift that he's given you. Yeah. And accepting that gift comes with him because he is gracious trying to make himself like to make you more like him Mm -hmm. yeah like it's not just a one and done like oh you've given your life to me okay bye like it's he loves you so much that like not even that he loves you he likes you like he wants to be around us right he wants a relationship with us yeah he loves us but he also wants to be our friend yeah and that is only going to be there for so long Mm -hmm. and whenever you do die and you haven't done that Mm -hmm. the infinite grace isn't there for you yeah because you haven't even given jesus the opportunity to put that on like to give you his grace because you didn't accept it Mm -hmm. yeah me and shelby have both both been reading through hebrews Mm -hmm. um and like studying through it and we (sighs) we both got to this one part like on different days but we Mm -hmm. both had the same like mind-blowing in hebrews 3 yes realization my brain went through the exact same steps you did did, and i didn't notice until like 20 minutes after yeah it's crazy so it's in hebrews 3 and it says that god loves the sanctifier and the sanctified and the sanctifier being Jesus and the sanctified being us, us whenever we come to him. Um, and and like, I know that's a churchy word. I didn't know what it meant till last year. Yeah. Sanctified basically means the process of becoming of being, like yeah. Jesus. So Jesus yeah. is the one that sanctifies and mm-hmm. we are the ones that are being made new. Yeah. Because, it's like teachers and students. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It, it Like Jesus is perfection and we're striving towards, not striving towards perfection, but striving to be more like him. Mm-hmm. Um, Knowing we'll never reach that, but yeah. we have two directions to go, and we're choosing to go towards Jesus instead yes. of the other way. I'm going to see if I can find it, because I feel like I'm going to botch yeah. the scripture. But it's so... That's so good. Man. No, like, I was doing my quiet time through that exact scripture, and I wrote down the exact... Because Caitlin told me about it whenever she read it, <laughs> and I had completely forgot about that conversation we had on it, and I was reading it went through the same thought process as her and wrote everything down and then was reading back through it and was like, wait, Caitlin told me about this. Mm-hmm. She d- had the same thought. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was so funny. Hmm. <laughs> Let's see. Man. Hebrews 3? I think so, wasn't it? I thought it was. Um... I don't remember. It's in my other notebook, too. I've filled up a notebook since then. Let's see. Oh, here we go. Um, Hebrews 2. Starting in 2? Yeah. Starting in verse 10. For it is fitting that he for whom and by whom all things exist, meaning Jesus, in bringing many sons to glory, should be the founder of their salvation, perfect through suffering. Um, so Jesus dying on the cross for our sins, he, um, made our salvation perfect through his suffering for he who sanctifies, meaning Jesus and those who are sanctified, meaning us all have one source that that is why he is not ashamed to call them brothers saying, I will tell of your name to my brothers in the midst of the congregation. I will sing praise. 
And again, I will put my trust in him. And in, and again, behold, I and the children of God have given, the children God has given me. But I think like the process that we went through was like Jesus saved us so that we could be his family. Yeah. He is not ashamed not to call us his children. Yeah. But like Jesus is not ashamed to call us his brothers. Like yeah. we all have the same father. Mm-hmm. Like we he sees mm-hmm. no difference. And he, it's so crazy to me because, so humans, the human condition is, we we want the whole world. Yeah. Humans just want the world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we will do anything to get the whole world. Mm-hmm. And um, we, whenever you become a Christian, you are basically giving up the world for Jesus. Yeah. Because Jesus had the world. He had all of that mm-hmm. and he gave it up for us. Yeah. And so Ooh, we are wait. giving up the world for him. Have you heard the song Take the World but Give Me Jesus? Uh-uh. That's what that made me think of. That was like one of my favorite songs. No, I, I just showed to you. I think I also went through that thought process when I Yeah. Heard, like just the fact that Jesus he chose to allow I keep getting chills. his suffering to be <laughs> our salvation. Like, that wasn't, like, forced upon him. Like, he chose it. He even said, Father, like, not my will, but yours be done. Mm-hmm. Like, And he was complete, like, he was left. Mm-hmm. Like, he let God, like, he allowed for God to leave him on the cross. Yeah. And, like, he had been, like, forsaken him. Yeah. Like, but but father, he did that. My father, why forsaken me? So that we could be his... Yeah like siblings like is it is it romans that says that we are all like partakers mm-hmm. of christ like i think it's in is it romans it's in romans but yeah. i don't remember which chapter um but like we are all like under the same mm-hmm. we're all under the same grace because of mm-hmm. jesus so me nobody like, gets more favor because yeah. of what they've done and like no matter what your testimony is no matter where you've come from Mm -hmm. um and like the mistakes that you continue to make Mm -hmm. like that doesn't make god love you any less and i had to teach myself or learn that and like Mm -hmm. well and your testimony isn't this is how i became somebody that is perfect and doesn't no, sin your yeah. testimony is this is how i realized that i'm not that perfect i was and not I perfect. Need jesus yeah and like the fact that like i didn't have to prove anything to anyone mm-hmm. that i could just be who i am yeah. in the lord and like realizing that is the most freeing thing absolutely i feel like i am more my own person now like than my freshman year of college i like didn't know who I was, didn't know, like, was just striving for people's, like, approval and, like, did not find that in the Lord. Mm -hmm. But, like, whenever I found my identity in the Lord, stop biting your nails, um, (laughs) um, I, that's when, like, I feel like, (laughs) that's when I feel like I started to, like, be more of myself and be more okay with being myself because that's how the Lord created Mm -hmm. me to be. Word. (laughs) Good word. Yeah. And like, (laughs) I'm now, if you know me in person, like am unapologetically myself (laughs) because I didn't 
like, I don't really care what other people think about me as much mm-hmm. because not this is not because this is who I am, but this is like, yeah, I am. I want to be the way that the Lord created me to be instead of being embarrassed for who I am. Mm. Mm. Yes. And Shelby helps with me with that a lot. We both I think we edify each other in that and probably feed off of each That's other. because we're the same. We Wow, we're the same. Actually, we're two completely different people. But. I also, like, I feel like Caitlin, whenever she met me, she was like, oh, no, is that what I'm like? I'm going <laughs> to. <laughs> we match energies very well. <laughs> but, like, literally. We split one brain cell. <laughs> we do. I prayed and prayed and prayed and cried and begged the Lord to bring me a community of people that, like, I felt comfortable with and that I felt like I could be vulnerable with Mm -hmm. and like pray for that for so long and my senior year of college literally the day before school started like Mm -hmm. the Lord gave me Shelby and then that was like (laughs) it's crazy see mine was like I didn't have that all through high school and then I went through some really really bad stuff the summer before I started college Mm -hmm. and um basically like didn't have anybody to help me through that except my family and yeah. then my best friend from high school. Mm. And, I mean, yeah, my family didn't know how to handle all my emotions. So, <laughs> I, I don't either, so. <laughs> it's okay. But, man, the Lord is good. He is good. He's all, so good. All the time. And all the time, God is good. Man. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't he do it, though? <laughs> Won't the Lord do it? <laughs> Thank you for listening to our testimonies. Yeah, I hope that this encourages you in some way. And if you have questions, um, reach out to one of us. Yeah. Yeah, do that. We both love God and love talking about him, so we would love to talk about him with you. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember, you don't have to earn anything. Nope. And you don't have to be perfect. Mm Mm-hmm. And God's grace covers everything. He just wants you as you are. The only unforgivable sin is believing that God cannot forgive you. Yo, we talked about that this week. We sure did. Why am I waves? Talked about that in Hebrews 6. What a, what a book. Look, I see your face. Your love has captured me. I hate this. We need to stop. Everybody oh, wait, gonna... that's, that's the fair of, oh, baby, let my people go. Huh. That <laughs> took a turn. I know, I went. Oh. <laughs> deep and wide. Deep, deep and wide, there's a fountain flowing deep and wide. Wait, deep and wide. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we even sang those in the Church of Christ. <laughs> we sang those in the Baptist, too. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was a good way to end it. <laughs> Uh, oh man it's been real it's been fun it's It's been been real fun it's been been a good one not not too deep but still deep Mm, pretty she said (laughs) (laughs) y'all obviously we love god (laughs) we just make dirty jokes or two Mm. sue us (laughs) at grace (laughs) parish i love god i just tell some dirty jokes and guess a little sue me (laughs) (laughs) oh no (laughs) We just lost some subscribers. <laughs> <I'm> not. <laughs> uh, we love y'all. Man, y'all are great.
<laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Oh no.